This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the Foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the first episode of the Insert Name FC podcast, man. A little nervous. Don't know exactly how this is going to work out. We're going to have zero mic discipline in this in this uh, first episode, at least. I can guarantee that. But um, I think, well, actually, funny enough, we have to actually redo this because my dog started barking. Because we're not doing it in the studio. We're doing it actually in my bedroom. So, <laughs> Really fancy place you got here. You know, true professionalism is what we aim for. Yeah. But I am your host, Hector Flores, and with me, obviously, is my best friend, the other host of this show, Edward Robles. How's it going, guys? <laughs> What's that? Well, I'm, I'm trying to build something over here. You're, like, trying to come up with, like, some unique radio <sighs> voice. <laughs> Hola, como esta? No, I'm not trying to do that at all. Mega uno, cero uno. Oh, God, don't you dare start. Yeah, don't you start. Don't you start. It's funny with Mega 101, there's that one DJ that has like a weird high pitch voice. I, this is going to be a Houston reference right now because I forgot the dude's name, but he has like this super high. Like, uh, I know what is up, talking. guys? It's, like, it's just so. Hey, so yo, it's, 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 it's so All right. All right. But uh, let's get going with these introductions, man. So we want you guys to get a good idea of who we are. So you guys can understand if we're going to show any bias, because let's face it, we're fans of, of clubs, so we're going to be biased at some point. So we're just going to let you know who we do and who we stand for. So, Edward, what is your favorite club? Obviously, your top club. Not, none of this, oh, EPL this, or La Liga that, or Bundesliga this. Number one team overall, you're rooting for them, no matter what. Well, since you so politely asked me in that way, it's... Barcelona FC, and yes, I know I will get some backlash for this, but yeah, I know every, there's a lot. Of oh, oh we're on. we're it's oh a, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. It's <laughs> actually a, it's a theme novella and everything going on right now, so I just don't you know. But it's still Barcelona FC, no matter what. No worry, we're gonna talk plenty. I, uh, there's still we're, some hope. There's we're gonna talk. Hope. We're gonna talk plenty of Barcelona, which is funny how in the trailer I said we're not gonna try to just talk about Barcelona and Real Madrid, but here we are. The first episode is gonna be talking about Barcelona. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, well, actually, not. I guess, I guess it's not obviously since it's the first episode. But uh, my favorite club is Real Madrid, which is funny and ironic that the fact that we're best friends, but we root, we root for each <laughs> for the other team. Well, I mean, in 
we put bets up like food or sometimes uh video games maybe we'll put it up there and we'll put we'll put money if we need to wink wink <coughs> yeah i know i lost plenty of them <laughs> but uh no yeah a lot of people always like make comments about the fact that like we're best friends and we root for the two the two biggest rivals in the in the world of soccer i think you could say but it's funny though because at the same time we actually try to like get each other gifts representing those teams so it feels really weird buying barcelona gear but it also it, it's not so much that weird for me because also my brother-in-law is a big barcelona fan as well it, it's weird for me because it reflects on my credit card statement it's so bad i keep looking at it and i'm just like why i hate, I feel a little bit dirty. i'm surprised that like my that my uh my bank doesn't call me up like fuck you doing <laughs> oh no trust me I, sometimes it's like sir are you sure this is you i get the text message talking about are you actually buying something from worldsoccershop.com real madrid jersey i'm like uh, yes uh, pain in my arm uh, they probably think someone stole your credit card especially because you're ordering an xl and you're a, you're a size oh, medium yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i, I kind of like how i took a shot at you being skinny but basically yeah, implying yeah. that i'm fat yeah <laughs> are you sure you shouldn't be an xxl <laughs> uh, uh. okay hey. well technically for puma jerseys oh, oh, you should no don't even start with the puma jerseys not even i should start with puma jerseys because that is just <laughs> Puma, step your game up, man. Seriously, like, you're not thinking about the regular people. <laughs> Apparently not. All right, so the next question I have for you, Edward, is who was the player that got you to love the game? Well, I mean, it's it's not really a player, but it was more of, like, the, the team itself and who made the team. But it was, like, I want to say the 98, 99, then 02 Brazil national team with the Yoga Bonito, Ronaldinho. Particularly, that was that was when I was like, oh, I was so shocked and all like all the commercials would come on, and I mean you remember I was like practicing, going on YouTube, looking at the videos, and then I would practice it outside, and then I just I fell in love with it. It was dude. funny though, you couldn't actually do good like passes, but you could definitely like do around <laughs> the world. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work in the field. <laughs> uh, well, but if you were to highlight a player from from that era. Uh, Ronaldinho, hands down. That dude was amazing. And he still has that wicked touch. Even Yeah, that's knuckles. crazy. I would hate to be in a Sunday league with him. Like, oh, I would know. I know we're losing. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> you see him on the other team, and you're already like, well, I know we're going to get overhead like, passes, Sunday, throw passes, no-look passes, a lot of elasticos on It's just the not way. fair, man. Sunday league, you're clearly out of shape. You're, you're pro- that's probably your only physical exercise for, for that week is probably yeah. playing soccer that day. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's Ronaldinho just messing you up. Breaking um, ankles left and right, I swear to God, it does happen. But since we talked about my player, what about you? Who's who's your player? Who's the player that got you to love soccer? I think for sure... Or football. <laughs> or football. Um, I think for sure it would have to be Roberto Carlos. The man was just... Okay, okay. I think it was the first time when I realized that you, just because you play defense doesn't necessarily mean you cannot be like a, a, a playmaker or a goal scorer. Because, I mean... You know, play. I was mainly a defensive player most of my time, but fullback was definitely like the to me it was the best position because you got the best of both worlds. You got to play because I like playing defense. I actually did take pride in playing defense, but I like being able to go up and help with the attack. Though most of the time, like some games, I play center back. Mo- I think for sure middle school I played a lot of center back. But I mean, I love playing defense and I love fullback just because of the fact that you can attack. And I do have. I would definitely say 
I think I have like a real soft spot for fullbacks. I think most of my favorite players on every team is happens to be a fullback. Shoot, I probably look at all my jerseys that I have here, and it's probably a fullback. Bellerin, Marcelo. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Carvajal. You forgot oh, about Carvajal. Carvajal. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, who currently do you like right now in the league? Who's your favorite player currently playing? I'm pretty sure it's Messi, but honestly, he is one of my favorites. But I honestly have to say Robert Lewandowski, because that dude is cold when it comes to scoring goals. Like he is just hands down, just cold blooded. He's calm, collected. He has all that agility, and even at his age right now, which is what thirty three, I I believe it is thirty three. 33, 32. Somewhere there. And I'm like, I'm, he, I'm like, he's one year older, maybe two years older than I am. And I'm just like, what the hell? He's doing all these crazy ass tricks and half scissors when Pep Guardiola was there when he scored those five goals in like a span of like a few minutes. I was like, shoot, no, you man. mean he, t- he tore it up this season no, as well, no, man. Oh, yeah. And then that's, that's just the one thing yeah. he did. He had one of the best seasons, I think. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy to think at his age, man. For Well, I mean, I hate saying for his age because, I mean, we're talking about – we're not talking about, like, these guys are playing at 40 or anything. They're, oh, yeah. These no. guys are 33. They're, like well, – Let's put it this way. We're I guess we're comparing them to the olden days where we're, like, 33 was already, like, okay, I'm going to go and retire to, like, a minor league or something. But now you got Ronaldo and Messi and Lewandowski. Hell, like, I think Reus is also 30, 31, and they're, they're still in their – been playing really really well really good yeah i think i think this i think this is this era is probably a lot different now because a lot of them they stay in shape like they they do a lot i think you know people used to like mock cristiano ronaldo for for his intense workouts but i think a lot of people have recently started kind of doing i mean look at this man this guy cristiano ronaldo alone man the way he's been playing lately and i mean he's up there in age as well so that's that's the insane part no and that's like he he plays like if he's like still in his young young age and he still has that acceleration that speed it may have gone down just a tad bit but he's still i wouldn't want to go against him in a race i would not not even or he's chasing the ball hell no you gotta think about it too man now he's got all this wisdom too now and you had that with his athleticism oh that's it that's it but i guess to segue to my current favorite player i would uh this is this is a little hard one but that's what you said (laughs) <laughs> anyways <laughs> get your head out of the gutter um i'm actually gonna gonna go and say Aubameyang. i think he's just a fun player to watch the dude, the dude is just like i don't know man it's just exciting you know what he's gonna do something when he plays like it's it's a guarantee that he's gonna be fun to watch he's so fast and i think what he's been able to do with arsenal like with this complete change that, that this club has done I think he's definitely a big uh, focal point of all that has, that has changed with Arsenal. But I think like a bombing is just the dude's got swagger. I think that's the other thing about him. And then it's kind yeah, of funny where? watching him drop that FA Cup trophy. Oh god! <laughs> it just goes to prove that you know, even though they're millionaire soccer stars, that they basically can do incredible things on the field and off the field. They are still human. They have, still, they still have has zero mo- coordination. Yes, they they have <laughs> moments like us. Like we'll drop a cup of water, he drops a FA cup. All right, let's talk about what is your favorite game. Like, what was your favorite game to have ever watched? You know what? It was a long time ago, and it was a friendly. 
it was a no 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 yeah it was a friendly it was that america game versus barcelona when they played here in houston a long time ago we watched it on tv we were so excited to see ronaldinho and then and then at the very last of it at the very end of it they had that free kick and ronaldinho was sitting behind it and I, then I, I remember now I, I think america was up they were up i think three zero i believe it was three zero and then gave up four goals no, no, no. Oh, it, was, it was a tie. It ended in a tie. It ended 3-3. But the thing is, like, second half came through, and then they brought in uh, more <laughs> they players. They actually brought in the actual yeah, Barcelona players. The, yeah, because they were playing with a small amount of reserves, and I think Ronaldinho didn't come in until the second half. And that's when he came in, and they had, uh, I believe it was uh, Conjico Saviola at the time, and Eto'o up front. Oh, all of a sudden, everything just started crashing down for America, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not bashing on America or anything. They actually stood their ground at that moment. I even I was like, what the hell's going on? But then, that's when they brought out uh, Ronaldinho, of course, uh, Saviola, um, Deco, Deco, of course. I mean, I was, you just had that midfield that just. I feel like Rafa Marcus did something. No, that game. no, and Rafa Marcus did. Uh, he, he was. He was I feel like he, he scored was, a goal. I don't know. I don't remember entirely, but I do remember. I believe he did score a goal. I it was from a corner kick, I think. So. And Man, then, Rafa but, Marquez. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he was, he's, I mean, I give him props, you know. You know, you know what, to this day, I probably, he probably, he probably did retire by now, finally, but I mean, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure at one point, I just kept saying, every, t- every time I would watch a Mexico game, like, all of a sudden, Rafa Marquez is in the lineup, I was like, oh, I thought he retired. I feel like that's happened to me more than, what, I'm pretty sure, as of right now, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Rafa Marquez retired, and he's probably playing somewhere. As far as I know, <laughs> I mean he could be, and uh, don't get me wrong, dude. If you have him in your Sunday league, well, that's that's a good wall right there. It doesn't <laughs> even have to be a wall. He was very he was very versatile. I mean, he would even take shots from the outside, and I was like, damn, for a center back to have that kind of accuracy, not just shooting it, just to see if he could hit something. Uh, he, he 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 was versatile. He had he had his moments too. I think he even played a center defensive mid at some point. Oh, you, yeah, you, you can, you definitely could. He's a guy that so you could put had, him in the midfield as so well. He had, yeah, so he had his passing down and he had that long passing down. That's what I was like, oh, okay. He's doing his job. He's doing his job. But yeah, that was that was my favorite uh, game because I remember at the last second, Ronaldinho had that free kick. And I swear, I, I don't think this was just in my mind. When he kicked it, he smiled and he just kicked it and it barely went over the pole. And I was thinking, I think he did that on purpose. Like he just wanted to begin to end in the three three. Like it was just, it was just a fun time. It wasn't anything serious. I mean, well, it was a friendly. So. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Ronaldinho always played the game for fun, but he would get competitive. But at that moment, I felt like he just did it for fun. Like he was just, he kicked it, and he just kind of looked at the camera. And he just smiled, and he always had that, that play, that uh, play soccer with love with just for fun you know he never was like he never got super intense about it and i mean it's something the reason that's probably one of the reasons why i feel like he's the player that got me into playing soccer and i would like to show off to him that's true i think for me and there's so many games to talk about but i think the game that really that really like sold me on the game of soccer is definitely the 98 world cup where france beat uh, Brazil. Uh, and I, I just it was just it was just an intense game, and I I I believe France was the host country for that World yeah, Cup. Yeah, they, well. they won. They won. They won. So I was like, you know, because I feel like I don't I don't think you get that very often where the host the host nation wins the whole thing. Mm-hmm. 
I know that usually you'll have the host nation at least make it past the group stages. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if we're gonna see that with Qatar. But I mean, like, uh, shoot, I call. I I didn't think Russia was gonna do, it. and Russia was like the uh, biggest Russia surprise. Was, Russia has really good players. Like they. Really but you don't have... see them. That's the thing no, with me with the Russian you, players. You don't see them because they're they're like hidden gems in. The various teams that have other bigger, but they're stars. also most of them are playing in the Russian Premier League. That's the and I don't I, mean, I don't know about anybody yeah. that watches that league. So, I mean, I knew about Gol- Golovin, but I mean, like aside from that, I didn't know many. Like, I mean, obviously Shershev because he did play with Real Madrid, yeah, but I mean, yeah. uh, I didn't know many like Russian players like that. And for Russia, like that was just and they weren't they weren't in, not in an easy group either because no, I mean they had no. Uruguay and and uh, Egypt and. and believe Saudi Arabia, but I mean, obviously, I mean, everybody thought Egypt was gonna get out of there. I thought for sure I was one of those people that thought so too. Well, the thing is, with Mosalah injured, I mean, yeah, you kind of that that was basically who Egypt was relying on a lot. All right, so talking about World Cups, what would you much rather win, a World Cup or a Champions League title? <sighs> well, I mean, like me personally, or just you personally, like. I'll have to play for the U.S. Well, I mean, you could play for El Salvador <laughs> if, if you want. I mean, there's that option. Yeah. With the, uh, I'm going to stay quiet on that one, but I guess I you, said, you walked into that one. Uh, you, you're all reluctant about U.S. Hey, it can be worse. Uh, somebody shut the door on me. And, yeah, that just hurt. But I guess I would say, I, I would honestly say the World Cup. The World Cup. I mean, that's just, that's just something all over the world. I mean, Champions League happens every year, you know, so it's always a different year. You could win it every year, but the World Cup, you know, I just, it goes by, what, every four years? So I just, I rather, I rather would do, I'd rather train my ass off and play those four years to try to see if I can actually make it. And I, and I agree, because I mean, it, the whole world is watching, you know, this is, you get to represent your country, you know, that's, that's huge. I mean, um, obviously, if we're both representing the United States, yeah. that's going to be massive because finally <laughs> the USA yeah. is able to finally do it, especially with yeah. all the athletes that they've been able to develop here in this in this country. And that's the good thing. Like all those uh, U.S. young young athletes, like they're going to go play in Europe and they come back and they have that kind of um, sense of competition. That, that, no, a sense of competition, but also that like that training. I feel like the training over there is a lot more intense so when they bring it back to the u.s but i mean it's nationally it's just i think in europe because it's like any given day you can lose your spot yeah and uh and i don't think you can you really feel that in the mls i don't want to take shots at the mls <laughs> even though the name of this podcast is literally a shot to the mls but, <laughs> but um but yeah let's let's segue into our last uh part of the introductions which is this is going to be called start sit or cut well and cut and the three options are Adidas, Nike, and Puma. Hmm. I mean, we were just taking a shot at Puma earlier about their shirts, but I love their shoes. Their shoes are really comfy. Their cleats are really good. I still own the Evo Power ones, and I think I still those are from like three years ago. I mean, I hardly ever didn't use them, but I still use the Evo Speeds uh, for indoor, and uh, I don't personally have any adidas besides the sambas and nikes i mean i have the tempos the tempos have been so good to me they're loyal like i mean ronaldinho uses them so yeah but i mean think about it the first ones were 
first ones were blue and gray, or I'm sorry, uh, white and gray, and then now the ones I have are uh, gray and red, so that's pretty cool. But if I had to start, let's see what my collection is like. I guess I, I'd probably start with Nike. So, and I'd probably sit with, man, the thing is Adidas, I haven't worn Adidas like at all. I haven't really tried them out, so I can't be biased but i i guess i have to be so i'll sit with one more pair of adidas okay i would definitely start nike i think most of my cleats have been nike cleats at least from my memory um the total 90s were the best they were oh my god they were they were the best cleat i usually use i, I usually wore mercular uh mercular vapors but um total 90s were definitely one of my favorite shoes but i will say my favorite cleat of all time was definitely the adidas predators I just thought it was, it was just, it was just a very simple shoe. It was basic. It was literally, you know, just a simple shoe that did the job. And that's what I liked about it. So I'll sit Adidas and then I'll bench Puma. Even though I do like a lot of, a lot of what Puma has, I just, I'm not a fan of the fact that they, they think every, every one of us is going to be a bunch of Adonises. (laughs) Like, I'm like, come on, just think about the regular, look, you know, you see, like you, uh, like I think about Uruguay, right? Whenever I think of Pumas, because obviously that's their, yeah, that, that's, that's their, their that's shirt their, sponsor. Yeah, yeah. And I see, they you know, they see you as Diego Forlan, <laughs> and that's where that's why they sent you that shirt. Huh? Well, I'm flattered if that's the case. <laughs> but uh, I'll see like Cavani, he's wearing a super tight shirt, and then I see Luis Suarez has like the baggiest thing. I'm like, man, that dude's probably rocking like a quadruple XL, because that thing is baggy. And <laughs> I, I literally, man, like. Puma is just like, come on, bro. Like, well, I think be Puma, realistic. Well, the thing is, I think Puma has the tight and the non-tight fit. Because I think Adidas also has that option as well. But I, Nike, I don't think Nike either has the option to be tight fit or not when it comes to jerseys. But for sure, Puma, I think, does have that option. So that's why you see Cavani wearing the... Like the freaking... Dude, it's, 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 it's literally like they put saran wrap on him and just like... Painted him the colors of Uruguay. That's literally what yeah. Cavani's wearing. That's also what Di- uh, what Diego Forlan is wearing too. Yeah. Uh, but our, anyways, let's go ahead and get into some topics here. Um, that was probably a pretty long introduction, to be honest. Yeah. It was. <laughs> my my my. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. We'll cut it for next time. <laughs> we'll definitely cut. I mean, it will be a lot shorter next time for we'll sure. We'll cut it for it. This is the first episode, so this is probably gonna, we're not gonna edit any of this shit. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start out with some storylines, and we're going to go ahead and go to your club in Barcelona. Messi is staying with Barcelona oh, novela. at least for one more year. <laughs> at least for one more year. I mean, we've kind of known that Messi has had this just not happy with what's going on with Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we've talked about this plenty of times It just personal in our personal time. And... I honestly feel like Barcelona has completely changed the, the way they have done things. Because, I mean, a lot of people know La Masea is, like, one like, of the best youth academies. That's, that's the whole point. That's why Johan Cruyff created that. Like, he, he was the one that did that. Like, they, he was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and nurture these players and make them come up and call them up. Not not buy the most expensive player that I can find or buy a player who I think is and, good. And, and, and even if... Barcelona were to do it, they always were very smart about who oh, they decided yeah. to purchase. Because I mean, like one of the names that comes up—I mean, he was a little bit controversial, but when they brought in Zlatan, it was it was a smart idea to bring him in. Same thing he, with Luis Suarez. He 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 produced results as much as he butted heads. 
he produced results. I mean, you got also got to think about um, uh, Alexis Sanchez. You know, like when they bought him, and he did produce results as well, and he was pretty. He stayed playing good. So I don't. I honestly don't see why they would have sold him. He wa- He was in a in a small little rut, but other than that, he. He did play really, really. But good that kind of goes team. back to what I'm saying with Barcelona. They've always been about developing young players through their academy. I mean, Messi, Messi is one Xavi, of them. Iniesta, Pique. And I feel like I don't think I've really, aside from Ansu Fati, and we'll talk about him a little bit later on. But just thinking about all the the fact that I really haven't seen many young players at least getting more time with the with the at least with the team and not even come at least coming off the bench and i don't think i really see that that much lately well the one player that i've seen that's been coming off bench besides fati is uh i don't know if you've seen that uh ricky puig oh okay yeah, yeah he's he's been he's been coming off the bench a little bit more i haven't i haven't watched him play live but i do you've been po- i do him. poach him for fifa yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's funny enough, it, like, funny as it is that I don't like Barcelona, but, like, when I play FIFA, I feel like I just poach from Barcelona, like, especially their young players, and I I, I have used I have I mean, used Puig a few I times. I mean, think about it, uh, Isco and Marco Asensio technically had the chance to go to Barcelona, but Barcelona decided to go for Neymar at that time, so then Real Madrid managed to swoop in and get two good players, not even for a very expensive price. But, and yeah, so, I think the the... Obviously, you had Messi that was just not happy with what's going on with with Barcelona, and then he 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 asked to leave, and you would think that Barcelona would be, hey, you know what, this guy has done so much for this team and has done so much for this club and does so much for Barcelona that they would try to accommodate them, accommodate him in any way possible, but no, they went ahead and pointed out that he had a seven hundred million euro release clause, which if you guys. Uh, want to know how much that is in American dollars? That's eight hundred twenty-five million. So, and so this was kind of my question for you. I understand that we're talking about Lionel Messi, the the best player in the world, the goat, one of the goats at least. Um, but he's thirty-four. He's he's thirty-three years old. Next year he's gonna be thirty-four. Is that seven hundred million euro release? Like, are you willing to pay that? Even though we're talking about Messi, but it's Messi, at least. It looks like it's going to be going towards the end of his... Like, whichever team he goes to, that's probably going to be his last club. Yeah, because I don't think he's going to be going back to Barca, especially after all this controversy. Um, I think... I I personally, personally, I wouldn't pay that. It's a lot of money, especially for a 34-year-old. And even though he still has the moves, he still has that speed, he still has that touch... That that left foot of his, man, that's crazy. And then his free kick, man, it got better over the years. But I I wouldn't I wouldn't take my chance on it. That's a lot of money for for a commitment like that. I mean, obviously, yeah. If he if he play, you know, he's gonna finish out this year. He he's not gonna sue Barcelona. He's he, obviously he I loves mean, the city, he loves Barcelona. He loves the people and all that. So if somehow if somehow Barcelona can get him to fall back in love with them, you know, it's like one of those like. In a year, we're we're gonna I'm gonna leave you. Yeah, and yeah. it's like now this is Barcelona's chance to like, oh, I'm gonna win them back. It's kind of literally what it is right now but for them. So far, with all these moves that Barcelona has been doing, uh, like selling Rakitic, selling Suarez and stuff, like I don't think that's a good way to keep him. You're basically getting rid of two of the players that he actually wanted. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I mean, but, and he gets a, he gets along with Suarez, you know. But but adding with that man, what does the I mean? Because Messi spoke out. Like I mean, yeah. I, I want to just add one thing, man. Fox Soccer on Twitter, they well, I think they also did it on Instagram as well. They used a clip from the Wolf of Wall Street. They like they slap <laughs> you know Messi's face, yeah. and he the the whole I'm not leaving. Yeah. Uh, which. Oh my God! Come on, Fox Soccer. At least read the room, right? Like read the room. You know that Messi's not happy. Messi has, has vocally said how unhappy he is, especially with this president, um, Joseph, you know, taking control of Barcelona. And he is basically Barcelona has gone down ever since he took over as president yeah. of the club. And and you're gonna go ahead and use the, which is a gr- great movie, by the way. I love Wolf of Wall Street. Still don't know how Leonardo DiCaprio didn't get an Oscar for it, but um, Leo, if you're listening, we ruined for you, bro. Hey, the guy loves pupusas, so he's cool yeah. with me. He picked pupusas over tacos, man. He's number one to me. Damn. <laughs> I'd give him five Oscars right now. Really? <laughs> I'll give, you know what? Better than an Oscar. I'll give him five pupusas right now. <laughs> All you can eat, brother. Yeah, oh, shit. You know what? I'll take that any day. <laughs> but, but You're not Leo DiCaprio, the, bro. But the anyway. fa- yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely not Leonardo DiCaprio. But with, with that being said, man, like the fact that you, he spoke out, what does that say about the culture of Barcelona right now? Well, the culture of Barcelona has changed throughout the years. It's no longer. It, and then the thing is, it it didn't slowly change. It it took a big ass dive. Like it was like running in straight line, straight line, and it was slowly going back up, back up, and all of a sudden it just went bloom, just straight down. And it's just like complete. It was after the whole Neymar thing. It was legit after the Neymar thing. That's when they were like scrambling to find a replacement for Neymar, and then. You got they you just, brought, you bring in Coutinho, you bring in Dembele. Yo, first it was Dembele, which I think is like not. He's a good player. I'm not talking trash about it. Do you think I just it, never, I are, you, never are you just not? Because I mean, he's been he's been injured. Really. He's been injured all this time, and but the thing is, like, he hasn't played his money's worth. Basically, if if he's playing his money's worth, he's playing in FIFA at the hospital whenever he's on. On away. But then you throw in Coutinho, and you throw in Coutinho, you throw in Griezmann, and I mean I'm a I'm a greasy fan, you know that, and but I don't. I, at first I was like, oh, you know, they just need to put him where he can actually get some room to run and to just shoot or lob the ball in, you know, just let him do his thing. Uh, I don't I don't see it happening. Yeah, I I, I honestly think that Barcelona definitely changed after name. I mean, like. When you think of the that their big three, the MSN, the fact that you decided to get rid of the youngest one, you literally broke the trident and was like, "Here, I'm gonna throw this piece in the trash and just keep this one here." But the fact that you gave up the youngest one of the group, because I mean, I can get maybe try to make a move for Suarez, like move away from Suarez, especially for what what his role essentially was. But I mean, like, it's Neymar. You know, this kid's is go- hopefully going to be the future. That's what everybody's you, hoping. But do you not see how good he plays in PSG? Sometimes he'll make some plays himself, and he does use his mind. He doesn't just do oh he, tricks he, anymore. He's legit just does. I think that's now. I think that's the Barcelona effect. I mean, obviously being in a in a locker room with Lionel Messi and obviously Suarez, like two very professional players. I think Neymar that was good for Neymar. Um, I mean, he still he still does his things. The flopping, no, I think the flopping has gotten a lot I, worse since I, he left. I don't think, yeah. Don't um, think that no, the okay. weird the weird fact that he will not play on his sister's birthday. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it just 
I love I love my sister. If my sister's listening to this, I love her, but I would not if I was getting paid to play, I wasn't getting paid millions to play or thousands to play. But then again I'm sorry, I have to miss your birthday. I'll just send you a check for a thousand bucks and but then I again, will go play. But then again, do you love your sister as much as Neymar does? Because I think he loves her a little too much if you get what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> I can't uh, I can't comment on that. All hey, right, look, a let's butterfly. go. Let's, all right, segueing into something, going continuing with the the trend of un, inappropriate comments, we're gonna go into some MLS talk, man. Oh, Deloy yeah. Hansen, yikes, dude, what the? So I don't know if you're if you're fully aware of what happened. So the first, I guess, after what happened with Jacob Blake, yeah. um, some of the MLS teams decided to protest the games by not playing, and Deloy Hansen, who is the one of the owners, I don't know if he's the owner of the of the of Real Salt Lake. Um, He's also also the owner of the Utah Royals, which is the NWSL side, and the Real Monarchs, the USL team. Uh, Basically, all of Salt Lake, he's basically part part of the ownership. I don't know if he's the primary owner, but I know for sure he's part of that ownership. Um, He made remarks talking about that this was a stab to the back of the MLS for the players choosing to protest the games. But to throw even more things, um, the league basically told him, like, "Uh, you're going to have to sell your team, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> uh and then but now more things came out of the woodwork saying that he has had repeated incidences where he's had racist remarks and other inappropriate behaviors we've seen him I've, apparently he's proposed to some of the women players uh, i think as a joke but <laughs> can anybody say cringe but yeah so delo hansen is being forced to sell his team um i think personally i think this is the right thing to do because i mean i wouldn't want to be have my league affiliated with somebody like him well okay let me let me put it this way if let's say the team was in europe do you think they would make force them to sell the team i think they would just give them a really heavy fine probably give them probation of not being at the stadium at the times of the games if he wants to show up um i think with the fact that whole season suspension you know him not being there i think with the fact that it is in the u.s and Especially with how the MLS has has kind of taken in being supportive with the Black Lives Matter movement. Obviously, you have an owner who is basically going against uh, what the MLS has been kind of supporting. True, true. So it, it's one of those kind of going back to the whole read the mo- read the room kind of thing. It's just um, he he made this just made a very terrible comment, um, and clearly now he's he's getting the backlash for it. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't. You know, I'm not backing the guy at all, but I'm just saying, like, I think... Uh, I think you're just uh, playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much, like, just have, have a fine probation. Basically, he can't be anywhere around them, anywhere around uh, the women's team. And it's just, you know, just just leave just leave it at that because it's... it's uh, if they I, I mean, because think about it. In England, I mean, think about England as well. They have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, black players. And uh, I feel like if, if it happens in England as well, and it happens more than we think. I mean, Europe, I mean, you know, racism is is, it's, is it's clearly it's a it's a real big issue but, just in soccer in general. But I mean, but I don't think they would actually make the owner sell the team if it was like, uh, for example, Tottenham or like Man U. Like they, would, I they think, wouldn't. They I think the other the other thing is is I don't think I don't know if any of that has come out like that. You know, it hasn't come out the woodwork. True. true. So, like, it, especially as strong as it, as this happened with with D. Lloyd Hansen, well, Dale Lloyd Hansen. Sorry about that. Um, uh, but I mean, like, 
I mean, the situation is is just the fact that what's currently going on with this country, and you come out with these insensitive comments. Um, and this is, you know, he is a owner of an MLS team, and that that uh, yeah, that, that is... take, especially with what MLS has been trying to be with supporting with with the Black Lives Matter movement and, and all and all that. Um, I just think that it was just not a good move on his part, and I think, honestly, you know what. Maybe it's best to get because I mean also you gotta think about their player. Are the players gonna want right. to play for this man? Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, not only how not many, only the, how many players would actually go like on strike or like not show up to practice or not even want to be there anymore or look for like to get you know sold in the next transfer period or maybe they don't even need to at some point. Uh, that, I mean that's 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 a question that I can't answer. But I mean, I think this was the right move by the MLS. I think it, it was yeah. needed to be done. Um, and that's that's you're right, you're right, you're right. that's all I really can say at this point. And we're actually gonna have another yikes. <laughs> um, Phil Fawnett and Mason Greenwood, man. So this just happened literally today. Um, oh, well, I don't know if it happened today, but I know it it happened recently. Just, just last twenty four hours. Yeah. they got caught trying to bring some girls into their hotel, to the England na- national team hotel. <sighs> they were they they're basically they're done. They're go- they're going back to their homes. Which Phil Fawn's gonna have a very interesting conversation with his wife about this. Oh man, and I admire the kids so much. Like I even poach him on FIFA. I'll take him from Man City. Right now I'm doing a Bodixa Dortmund uh season and I poached them from Man City and I swear, like I, I admire the kids so much. He has so much talent. He, but now, on his Instagram, he posts stuff about his kid and with his kid and I'm like, man, that's, that's, I, that's I just a good role that... model and then for him to do something like this, now I'm just like Bro, and then he he basically screws his chances of playing internationally. Again. I mean, there's a reason why you know they're these guys. They, you know, once once they're out of the, once they're done with the games, they go straight to the, you know they're going through the whole quarantine protocols and all yeah, that. Yeah, especially that. And so, and the fact that one you're married, but these are two young players that are supposed to be part of that future, that bright future of England. I mean, you're seeing England kind of being that up and up team now, especially as far as they made it into the World Cup. Oh yeah, and. And you have two very promising young players in Greenwood really and, and Fonden. Really good prospects. And they basically just literally just said, I don't care. And <laughs> this, I just, I feel terrible for them. I hope that they're able to, I think Greenwood probably will be able to bounce back from this for, for the fact that he's probably not a married man. But Phil Fonden, the fact that he is married and has children, I mean... Ooh. I mean, I'm pretty sure he, he's definitely following a certain English player. <laughs> if you get my drift, <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I think I think Southgate made the right move by making having these two just leave and yeah, it's a I big. Mean, I think it's a big loss, but I think England still has a very solid team nonetheless. So I think uh, he's probably gonna go to his wife and say, "Oh, Greenwood made me do it." <laughs> no, but no, great That's... British accent, by the way. Thanks, mate. <laughs> All right. So... So that that's really all you can really say about that. Yikes! But hopefully, I mean they're young, they're stupid. I mean we've done stupid shit when we're young, but shit. If you I mean ever, I don't know about doing stupid stuff. If if you ever find found me, you know sneaking in a bunch of girls in my hotel or whatever, man, don't stop me. Cause I swear to God, that was a that sounds like a good time. That's why he did it. I'm not backing him any, at all anyway. But I'm just saying, you know, you're you're 17, you're not you're 18, 19, you. You're That's crazy to think, though, how young he is and he's married. <sighs> well, no, I mean, no, not really. I mean, I mean, obviously, a- marriage doesn't have a an age limit or anything like that. Well, but yeah, I just 
I'm just like, you know, like I, Man, when he you has to- a beautiful kid. Like, I, like, I honestly did not know that he was married until you told me. Well, yeah, I mean, he has. <laughs> well, he that has and I read the headline, but I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> I yeah, mean, it, but it just. I mean, I, okay, I follow the kid on Instagram, so I know he has a family. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. When you told me, I was like, wait, what? And then I looked it up, and I was like, no, I was like damn i was like i don't know what to say all right uh, so let's go no. ahead and segue to a young another young player but doing good things so not yikes <laughs> uh we're gonna talk about ansu fati man the kid can play man this is a barcelona product obviously you know that but he just became the youngest scorer in spain's history at 17 years old yeah uh, who, who held the current record i have no idea um i, I would assume uh, Fernando Torres is the name that I would think of, but obviously I'm not. No. I didn't decide. Okay, yeah, I decided not to do that yeah, homework. I Thanks know. for calling me out, <laughs> asshole. But, <laughs> but uh, I mean that goal was a thing of beauty. You know how yeah, much I love right. those outside the box shots, man. And that was a real well placed goal. Uh, that, if that's that's how you start your 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 career with Spain, man. But that's also the other thing, dude. This is the future of Spain right here. Ansu yeah. Fati. I mean, what does that say for Spain? I mean, Spain's always going to be in the conversation, obviously. Spain, but Spain always has those young prospects that they come out of the woodworks out of nowhere. They're always going to be have that hype. They're always going to have the hype. It's just you just got to know where to find them. Because, I mean, you got Ansu Fati and then who I, else? I mean, really? that was a big game for them. They obviously scored four goals. Uh, Just solid game for them. I mean, another person that scored a goal was Ferran Torres. Another young... Spanish player that just just recently just signed to Manchester City. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see him. That's another guy that I actually poach in FIFA. Mm-hmm. I like how we're talking about our FIFA <laughs> our FIFA games here. But uh but yeah, no, the, the future of Spain looks very bright for them, especially on the attack side. I Oh yeah. So I mean it's very interesting to see what what Spain's gonna have in the future. But I mean Ansu Fati is gonna be part of that future for Barcelona, hopefully, if they they keep him. I mean, but, yeah, because they were even though even though he wasn't great, they got rid of Xavi Simmons. Um, but then, you know, you got Ansu Fati and I mean, there's a little hope. There's like, there's, there's that there's light a, in the darkness. There's, there's another young saying? player that I don't, that we haven't talked about yet, but Conrad De La Fuente, man, the first yeah. American to play for Barcelona. That's another one. That's another one. And he's doing good. He's actually playing pretty well. It, you so know, like, you know that I'm excited when I'm talking about a Barcelona player. Yeah. <laughs> makes me, makes me happy to hear about, about, uh, about the future for the U.S. men's national team for sure. Cause. Well, I, mean, I, I, I think the team the team has a bright future, but not with Greg Berhalter. Yeah. I, I'm a I'm a Berhalter all guy, but that's for another day. And so this is gonna be the last headline for today, and that is the Ballon d'Or. Oh. I mean, should they have a should they have the award? Should they have should they at least try to do it? I mean, they can do a social. Di- I mean, they don't even they just do a virtual show. Or yeah, just a virtual show. Do it from home, and whoever wins it, you know, they do the whole like. Academy Award thing, like I couldn't be there today, but here I am with the trophy, with the balloon. So, so obviously we're both on board that they should probably try to have the ceremony. But, yeah, but of um, course. if that's the case, who do you who do you think? This, I mean, I think it's a clear, obvious choice of who deserves it. I mean, you you already know my choice. I told you earlier. I mean, I'm, I'm on the same boat with you. Robert Lewandowski had Robert an amazing season. There's no way you cannot say he that he won everything. There was a goal. He won a triple. Over, he literally. I, he, I think he probably scored a goal without even looking. He won a treble. I mean, he won. You know, he won both titles over that the Germans win with Bayern Munich, and then obviously won the Champions League. Not a great Champions League, but they won the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it was it was like a rushed Champions League, and I think there was a survey around talking about, oh, should we no longer have 
the second leg. Now it's just gonna be one leg all the way. I, I don't. I, I they gotta keep the second leg. You gotta. Get, you, you gotta. gotta you gotta be able to still have a chance have to. to. You still have to have a chance to play at home. Yeah, I know. I, it can't just be one leg. Yeah. And it's like okay, we're done. Like no, nah, for sure. Then at that point, if they ever do that, wow! <laughs> if they ever do that, um, <laughs> if they ever ever for some reason take off the second leg, then that means they would probably have to do everything offside. Like for example, if if Barca and Real, you know, go head to head, they basically wouldn't play in barcelona or in madrid they would probably play somewhere in there maybe atletico madrid might be like hey we're opening the fucking stadium for you guys and i mean obviously the, the whole having else. the championship in in a in a i guess separate country. separate separate country would be great still but i mean i i still think you need to have the the, the two head yeah the, the two I, legs. Mean, I, I agree i wholeheartedly agree with that and there, there's there's just that thing because i don't know what it is man i find so electric is that the, the parentheses like what the goal sc- the actual like yeah, the, the aggregate like the score the is aggregate, and especially when it, there's a team that's oh, like down three to one see, look if it wasn't for the aggregate if it wasn't for the the second team or the second game the game before roma where barcelona came back with psg don't, don't go there man you you're just gonna hurt yourself man i know i dug myself <laughs> in a hole here my foot's in there already might as well just but hey man psg knows about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just gotta say the fact that PSG made this is how you know that this Champions League was just weird is the fact that PSG made it to the final. The fact that the the, the semifinals consisted of Lyon. That was just a big surprise. RB Leipzig. But Memphis Depay had a lot to do with that. And that's also a possible Barcelona. Yeah, I mean I was reading the headlines on that. That was actually pretty good. I was like, eh. I mean, but I guess it's a replacement just, for Neymar. I just think it was bizarre, man. The fact that you had two French teams. Which, I mean, it's great that you're gonna that there's a variety that it shows that like it's not just gonna be the same teams winning over and over again. And I think you've noticed that. Yeah. It, it it's always a, it's always at least a different country. I mean, if you went back to back, I mean, Real Madrid did, but <laughs> three times in a row. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of these are four of themselves. But go ahead. I mean, thirteen Champions League titles. I mean, <laughs> anyways. But but the fact is though, it just. It's it's very open. I know it's it's literally what it is. It's Champions League. You have a lot of great teams playing against each other, and yeah, it's gonna be at least there's gonna be an England team. There's gonna be a German team, most likely a Spanish side. The one that did surprise me, however, was uh, um, what, what was the team? What was the team that made it out of the groups that I wasn't I wasn't expecting? Leon. I mean, that, that was my surprise. Uh, Leon. <laughs> it wasn't Leon. Atalanta. There you go. The Italy team. They yeah. almost and they almost made it through. No, that's what I was like. <laughs> I was really surprised. I was like, "What in the hell is going on?" Man, like I felt terrible. But I mean, at least Real Madrid lost to Man City. But I was, I was gonna like, I was gonna be so mad if Man City won the title. But uh, but the fact that that Leon goes ahead and beats them, yeah. and they beat Juventus. I was, yeah, just... I was surprised at the Juventus game, honestly, because Juventus is a very well old machine kind of team like they they do belong in the champions league and i, I mind you i'm a dibala fan so i was expecting to see him shine and you got ronaldo in there they, they just they just didn't look like they just didn't look good uh, they, at they, all yeah they but, were they were like but you know what uh so continuing on with the ball door I, I feel like we went on a big tangent there with, oh, with champions league yeah Oops. but <laughs> I said, "Hey, we, I, t- I told we, y'all we'll get we, off topic." We took we took one step forward and we just jumped 
into a whole different kind of pool when we left so the, so this pool. is honestly this is literally our conversations this is literally how we talk like <laughs> yep this is exactly how we talk but at least this time we're trying to stay structured because usually i don't know i don't know one one day we're talking about soccer next if i like, cussed i am so sorry because usually i do have cuss words in my vocabulary i think also it's funny because i mean most of our conversations we would be talking about soccer and all of a sudden we're talking about how i met your mother right yeah, so so there's true. so there's that but uh so for 2021 who do you think is going to win the ball door like i mean obviously we we haven't seen anybody play yeah, yet we but... haven't really seen anybody play um i mean i hate to say it but it's not gonna be messy i think i think it's very safe to assume that <laughs> i don't think, I think it's also very safe to assume that it's not gonna be cristiano ronaldo mm-hmm. it's not gonna be neymar honestly i i want to root for lewandowski but if if anything that i've seen right now um maybe timo warner Mm. Chelsea, you know what? That's a that's a pretty good one. I'm actually gonna go ahead and say I think Sadio Mane is gonna have an amazing season. That's actually true. Yeah. I think I think this is gonna finally be the year for him. I don't know what it is. I think he's just gonna have a breakout year. Um, shoot, I, I well, I mean, we'll we'll get to the EPL, but like you know, I'm I'm just I'm really looking really high on that Liverpool team. But uh, anyways. So that that was just that. So Sadio Mane is my pick to win the Ballon d'Or. I go with very Timo very Warner. early, very early predictions. My, I'm like I said, watch me wrong. Like I'm not even a Chelsea fan, and yet I say Timo Warner because he's been he's played good. I, I was watching the Switzerland Germany the highlights, and uh, I gotta say he was shooting a lot, but it to me it felt like that actually, game. We'll actually get to that because we're gonna talk about some games. We're gonna <laughs> always try to highlight three games we're gonna try to go different leagues whenever we highlight some games because i mean i'm not trying to always just talk about europe but for this case we're gonna probably we're gonna talk about europe (laughs) but the first one is actually gonna be and this is a little bit biased because i'm we're gonna talk about the houston dynamo the houston dynamo beat sporting kc two to one that's three wins in a row three wins for new manager tab ramos i am a dynamo fan i mean we live in houston so i mean well Edward Edward's a Euro snob, so he doesn't necessarily care too much about the MLS. I don't care. <laughs> but that is the Dynamo's third win in a row, which is crazy to think because the way they started out this season, it didn't look that great for them. Then they went to the MLS's back tournament. By the way, electric name for a tournament. <laughs> MLS is back, baby. <laughs> MLS is back tournament. <laughs> <laughs> great name. But the Dynamo just had a very rough had just rough games. And then finally, they just got it together in this, I guess, restart for the for the season. And they have yet to have lost a game. The first game was a draw, but then from there on out, it has been win after win and after was, win. And I was thinking that maybe this past game was going to be a loss. Cause it, 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 it was looking that way. But, I mean, in these last three games, man, the Dynamo have scored 10 goals. And, mo- and some of those come from substitutions. Yeah. So I think that's their strategy right now. I think super substrat. When I was telling people about the Dynamo, man, like I think initially when I saw the the team playing at least at the beginning, it didn't look like Tab Ramos's style. So for those who don't know who Tab Ramos is, he was the U nineteen, the U twenty national team coach for the U S. And obviously they've had some pretty good uh, success in in, as far as World Cup competitions. But um, this is his first time being a manager of a senior team and. Initially, it just didn't look like 
a Tab Ramos team, but now they look like a Tab Ramos team. The team is attacking. They, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to get too. I'm not trying to sip on the Kool Aid and and think that the Dynamo are gonna win a championship, but they look really good, and I think they're gonna definitely be in the conversation for sure to at least make the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with that one. I mean, like I said, I mean they 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 surprised the the crud out of me when they actually. I like how you're trying to keep it down on your on your swearing there. <laughs> yeah, I know that's how I had to think it through there, um, but they did surprise me um, with that, especially coming back from behind win. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, so Dynamo looked pretty good, man. All right, so the next game we're gonna talk about Portugal just beating Croatia four to one. I have I have something to say about that one. Can can we just 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 mention the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo did not even yeah, play I was this about game? To say that, like, and, but he still had a highlight. Yeah. He didn't play a game, but he, had a highlight. He was he was there. He was celebrating. He was celebrating. He was asked not to. He was asked to put on his mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was his highlight. That was the highlight. Cristiano Ronaldo was him being told. I don't know who it was. Probably someone from the like in charge of the, someone that works for the stadium. Literally goes up to him and is like, "Hey, you need to put your mask on." And it was just literally the most awkward thing I have ever seen in my life. But it was amazing because it was like, hey, you know, he's human. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to see Cristiano Ronaldo at a Walmart fighting for his right to, wear, to not oh, wear a God. mask. <laughs> Calm down, Karen. Calm down. But uh, so the, the, <laughs> the four goals that were scored by was from Jao Cancelo, Diego Jota. Diego Jota's goal was nice. I like that one. Where he just went in, in the box and then he just. He just shot it, and I, at first, I think everybody was just, like, tippy-toeing around him. Like, oh, I don't want to hurt him because he's in the penalty area. Jao Felix, I mean, oh, Jao Felix bro. has to score. Jao Felix has to score, bro, right? That was, that, was, that, was, that was a hell of a shot. I think the goalie even touched it, but it still went in. Like, it's... That kid, that kid... That kid needs to get out of Atletico Madrid, by the way, but... <laughs> Where do you think he's going to go? I don't know, but hopefully uh, either for my team, who's <laughs> not playing in that league. What about, what about, he can go play in the MLS. <laughs> what about in Barcelona? Uh, no. Right. And the last goal was from Andre Silva. Yeah, that one. That last one was, it was like, I, I want to say it was skill. He just outstretched the crap out of his foot, his toes. Probably his toenail grew as soon as he hit it. Because I swear to God, he just, he literally went around that defender and just would, tapped would, it in. Would you say it's magisterial? <laughs> That's magisterial. No, it was not magisterial. It was just, No, definitely definitely the Jao Felix goal was probably. That, that was the magisterial. <laughs> like a gazelle leaping in oh, man. the jungle. If you, if you guys don't watch BN Sports games in English, you guys would not get that reference. <laughs> oh, man. I love that announcer. All right. But what... The fact that they were able to do this without Cristiano Ronaldo, the the goat, the goat. I'm using air quotes, by the way, so people, you know, so people, are like, oh, because he's a Real Madrid fan, he must love Cristiano Ronaldo. That's the air quotes. <laughs> he's the goat. I mean, I'm. I'll say, it. Messi, Messi is the best player in the world. I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. I don't, I'm not ashamed to admit it. And you know what? The reason why I say Messi also is because he's five foot seven. You know, like he's rep- he's representing my short people. Like you know. <laughs> I'm five six, okay. I'm five nine, so I don't know. You're average, man. Yeah, I'm average. So jerk. <laughs> I'm such a heightist. I see that. Cristiano Ronaldo's like six foot two or something like that. I believe so, actually. His man run made him an extra inch or two bigger. So, but yeah, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think so about with that being said, man, is Portugal in good hands post Cristiano Ronaldo? Oh yeah, hands down, yeah. 
a lot of their players, how, a lot of other point How would you, how do you think Cristiano Ronaldo would feel if, like, once he retires, Portugal goes ahead and wins the World Cup? Oh, dude, he would be so pissed. You know, you know what's weird? If anything, I think he's gonna try to squeeze himself when he's like. That is gonna 40. try to pull. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna try to pull. Forty, him. he's gonna be a sub. He's, he's probably. He's gonna be he the probably sub. Will. I mean, think about it. Uh, uh, Nino Torres, he did that when Spain won the World Cup. He was a sub. He mm-hmm. wasn't a starter. He wasn't the starting. But Navi, you, Villa, you, you know. know what's so crazy to me though? Like with that, with that being said, with Portugal, man, because Portugal obviously they won the Euros. Yeah, that was their. Uh, then they won the First Nations League for UEFA. You know things are pointing in the right direction for Portugal. Can you know? I'm I'm getting France vibes. Again, hmm? again France vibes from Portugal. No, you said. Oh, okay. Like I'm getting the vibes from like the French national team. Okay. The, what French na- what France did, which I was like, okay, this team looks like they can win it all. I I like I I I said it. France was gonna win the World Cup. What they do? Win the World Cup. It's not so much the fact that it's like they're young players, but it's young players with experience. And I think that that's what you're seeing with Portugal. Because, I mean, all four of those guys are under the age of 26. Yep. Well, the oldest is 26. The rest of them are probably underneath. What is it? Este Bernardo? Silva? No, Bernardo Silva. I'm tripping. I think it was somebody else. Este... Jao Cancelo? No, no, no. Because um, he tw- he's a 26-year-old. Is he? Yeah. Uh, From Manchester City? Oh no, I'm thinking of the shots he took. That's why I was like, here, I'm <laughs> thinking Bernardo was like, and I'm like, this is the shots. You know, I'm I'm literally I'm really surprised that when I saw Sil when I saw Silva on the score sheet, I thought I literally thought Bernardo Silva, and then I was like, oh no, it's Andre Silva. So. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot I'm of telling ja- you, I'm telling you, he stretched, he dislocated his ankle somehow by trying to squeeze that. I'm ankle. sure I'm sure AC Milan fans are gonna be happy to hear about Andre Silva. Yeah. The is he gonna be able to play? Because I mean, it's Latan. I mean, oh, yeah, he's, he's staying. He's staying. He's staying for one more year with AC Milan. So it's gonna be interesting how they're gonna incorporate Silva and in him. They may put him as a false nine, or they might send him back out on loan. Could that be. could be. But let's segue into some some sort of disappointment. Germany drew with Switzerland one to one. What's crazy is Germany has still not won a Nations game. Is they've they've only played like four Nations League games. Yeah. To begin with, but you're still talking about Germany, the standard. Yeah. The standard of of international. I do have something to defend them against, uh, with what you're saying. Um, they literally played with like, not even their starting lineup, like World Cup lineup. You're basically anything. saying that they used their Confederations they, they, Cup lineup. They literally did. I mean, Julian Draxler was there. I was no, like, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a hell of a I knew player. I knew it wasn't their star team when I saw Leno. Even yeah. though I'm happy as, as an Arsenal fan, I'm happy to see Leno. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but. But also at the same time, I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, dude, like, no. But then again, the man just came off of an injury. True. That's my argument for no, Leno. But, but the thing is, the thing is, they were it was they were just using, uh, you know, the I guess you can call so, them like the sub players. So with that players. with that being said, man, is is there any concern for Germany or is this just like eh? No, I, honestly, I don't think it's a concern because actually Switzerland has put out good defenders. Akanji is one of the defenders from Borussia, and I mean. He's really good. I mean, uh, he's, I, he's I mean, body. He's I get, body, I get, so you I can't get, really get. Past I get that as well, but I mean, at the same time, obviously, this isn't this isn't Germ this isn't the starting Germany team. Yeah, like we didn't. I don't. I don't think you saw Botang. You didn't see nope. you didn't, Mueller. Mueller. You didn't. So you didn't see the regulars. Yeah, you didn't the, see regulars. Well, I mean, I'm sure Mueller's probably see like Rose. 
Mueller's probably going to be off the bench at least at some point. No, actually, you know what? I think what he's like twenty nine or something like that. Yeah. Mueller looks old. Like I, I just look he at just, he just looks old all <laughs> in general. Like I, I look at Mueller I'm like man, that dude's got to be like thirty five. Yeah. He's, he's, he's <laughs> he just looks. He just looks older. He, he just, looks mature. Yeah. I, I think that's what I always like. I just see Mueller and I'm just like, God, he's so old. And then I look at his age and I'm like, really? Yeah. He's actually. I'm gonna tell you. He's actually thirty. Wow. But he looks older than I do. Holy dude, man, God, he, that dude's been stressed. Like he, he went through something, man. Like <laughs> probably, but man. But yeah, I, I think it's not so much of a concern. I mean, I, I like Nations League. I like what what FIFA has done with this Nations League, uh, idea, which is kind of just you know because international friendlies, it's cool, but what's really the point of really playing the guys besides just testing out maybe hey this guy might be able to work out in a tournament or two well i mean i gotta gotta give props to switzerland shaka in particular he he was playing really really i'm so i'm so indifferent about i'm so happy to see him play well but at the same time i hate shaka (laughs) not my captain i mean no i mean honestly he he was playing really well you his shots were I mean, he would try to shoot from outside. He... But but in Shaka's defense, though, I I definitely want to see how he's going to play with Mikel Arteta and Arsenal. So yeah. hopefully he stays with Arsenal. Hopefully they don't shop him out. But um, I mean, I might I might be able to change my mind with 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 Shaka. But yeah, I mean, I, I could just see you sitting down on the table like the meme talking about Shaka is not a good player. Change my mind, and you're just sitting there with your arms crossed. But I'm actually saying my my mind could be changed. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So those are the games that we wanted to highlight. So now we're getting into some league previews. Obviously, we're not doing this every single time because, well, it's not like there's a league starting every single time. Yeah, pretty much. But the league previews, obviously, EPL and La Liga are going to be starting this weekend. All right. So, EPL. Who do you think will be getting relegated? Mm, I don't know. I honestly have to look it up. I'm not even going to lie to you. I feel like it has to be at least one of the recently promoted teams. It's always one of the most recent promoted teams that, that ends up getting. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We should probably have had this already done. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I guess maybe not. Uh, you know what? Uh, Nottingham Forest. Is I that... think Leeds United has a higher chance than Nottingham, but I could be wrong. I mean. That's the thing with these teams that just barely came up. You know, they they surprise the hell out of some some people. Like, I think so, but I'm I'm an I'm I might say Fulham. Really? I I probably say Fulham. Well, Fulham used to be in the Premier League, and then they went back down, and then they and now they're back up. <laughs> so we're we're gonna just keep playing this dance with Fulham. It's always a safe bet with with Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're gonna be there there right. someday. But... What team do you think is gonna be a surprise this season? EPL? Yeah, EP, obviously EPL, we're just uh, this is this is all EPL right now. We'll we'll get to the Superior League after after we're done talking about the EPL. Obviously, you guys know I'm biased. I like I like I prefer La Liga. <laughs> we haven't even talked about college football, but anyways, that's a whole different point. Um, oh, uh, honestly, I can't say it would be a surprise. I honestly think I, I you know what? Let me take that back. I think Chelsea is going to be a surprise. Chelsea? Yeah, I think they made some they, man, they, they you made know, some purchases. So, I mean, I think I got to say, man, ESPN FC, man, you talk about, you know, throwing salt on the wound. When they had that graphic of showing that 
you know, the three young players that they just signed, Timo Warner, uh, Zayek, and I hope that's how you pronounce his name, and um, and the other player, Kai Havertz. Oh yeah. Oh, Kai Havertz. Yeah. Yes, that dude is. Those beasting. three play. Those three players alone worth around 150 million euros. Eden Hazard, 144 million euros. <sighs> Fuck me, man. Like, it's a... Bro, I'm telling you that Kai. Hey, Havertz, hey, but Havertz? that picture, that that recent picture of of Ramadan training, freaking Eden Hazard looks pretty pretty yoked. He looks pretty. He looked like he's been going to the gym for a while, so. Uh, the gym or hey, he looks like he's been going to the gym hopefully that that means that he will not be in, he'll be injury free this year uh hopefully because i mean i've been wanting to see him play and i haven't so. and he, and when you do see him play it's not it's not like the, the, it's not it's not the hazard that i know yeah it's not the hazard that basically takes from the wing to the middle and all right goes down the middle all right staying with the epo who, who do you think is going to be the player to watch this year This is gonna poke some fun at you, William. Well, I don't know how that's really <laughs> offensive to me. I mean, no, I was just poking some fun at you. Oh wait, are you are you dead serious for William? No. Oh, I was about to say, I was like, I mean, okay. I mean. No. <laughs> no. Um, that move still. Do- Honestly, I still have my eye on Pulisic. Pulisic. Because I feel like he... So he's just going to be feeding Timo Werner because you got Timo Werner winning the, the ball on the door, so he's going to be yep, feeding. Pretty much. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think it's a, it's a safe bet to use a Chelsea player just because I think Chelsea's going to Chelsea's gonna be really good this year. Kai Havertz, I don't even have to say too much about him, but he's, he's just naturally damn good. I mean, you got Pulisic, who's... He is a number 10. He's a winger. So mm-hmm. I think for me the player to watch is going. Wait, did I say who, what team? Oh no, the team that I, I'm going to say that's going to I'm going to throw both of them in there. The team that I think is going to surprise a lot of people is going to be Everton, and I think the the player that's going to player to watch is going to be James Rodriguez, who just joined Everton, rejoining his uh his good old manager Carlo Ancelotti. I mean I'm a I'm a big Ancelotti guy. I think that he is definitely the right move for Everton. I think that there's it, they're still missing some things. But I think Everton's going to be a, an interesting team to watch this year. And I think James Rodriguez is finally going to have his bounce back. Um, kind of going back to the way he played when he was with Bayern. But I think he's going to definitely have a more better role with Everton now that he's he's for sure going to be playing. Yeah, that's, I agree there. Like, he's he was just sitting on the bench in Real Madrid. And then, you know, in Bayern, I mean, who you're really going to take Thiago Alcantara's spot? No, you're not. Yeah. And now... Bold predictions. What is your bold prediction for the EPL season? Mm-hmm. Or you want me to go first? I can go, go first. first. Arsenal is making the Champions League. All right, guys. I think we're about to call it a night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it. Arsenal is going to be in a Champions League spot by the end of the season. Oh, Jesus. I believe in them. They didn't make any big signings. No, they did not. I mean, they got, they got, they got, they got a defender. <laughs> I, I believe in Mikel Arteta. I do believe that the players being together, I think they'll probably benefit in some way from getting rid of Bellerin. Um, but if they do sell Bellerin, I know it's not between PSG and Juventus. But I got I got a surprise bold prediction. Well, Manchester United. They're they're going into the uh Champions League. 
what the hell? Like, I, you literally just took my pick except picked your team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, honestly, I would say Liverpool. I have been going for Liverpool more nowadays because Man U has just been. Oh, you're he, you're you're a two teamer. Yes, I'm a two teamer when it comes to. Come on, think about it. When it was Liverpool, when Nuno Torres was playing, I was following Liverpool. Yeah. And then when Steven. But Joe I mean, you're a Barcelona there. fan, so I mean. Yeah, but uh, uh I mean, I want to say Manchester United is making it because I mean, Marcus Rashford, no, um, Jesse Lingard, like they they've been showing up. Like, okay, I feel like Marcus Rashford has actually been been playing well. And I'm not gonna say, oh my God, he's been amazing. I'm not gonna compare him to Lewandowski, but but they'll been, be they'll be in that the top four. I, I think so. I really okay. do. I really do. All right, we'll we'll, we'll see how th- we're probably both gonna be wrong at this. But <laughs> 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 All right, but that's why they're bold. They're bold predictions for a reason. Very bold. All right, who do you think is gonna win the EPL? With all these new signings that these teams have done, I mean, I it's a tie between Liverpool and Chelsea. I'm not a Chelsea fan, but but I mean, if you like, who do you think is gonna who who edges who edges one over? I want to say Liverpool. Liverpool has a better edge because Chelsea is basically going to try to be trying to find their rhythm, even though they have all these good players. They still have like the whole season to find out and try to have to get everything together. While Liverpool, you know, they they're already set and they still have the youth and the experience. I mean, I'm not saying like, oh my God, they're super young, but they still have. That you, the Mosala, Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino. I mean, you got that. You got that. That is a, that is a hell of a trident there. I'm gonna go ahead and say Liverpool repeat. Yeah. I think that. I mean, Jurgen Klopp built this team. Oh man, Jurgen built, Klopp is built this team very well. One of my favorite coaches of do, all time. Do I think Chelsea has a shot? For sure. I mean, the fact that these young players have now had more experience playing with each other. I think now he's trusting more Christian Pulisic. Yeah. Because I feel like. They play good when Christian Pulisic plays good. Yeah. Um. But now you're adding Timo Werner. Uh, I feel bad for Tammy Abraham, but I mean, like, yeah, it's Timo Werner. Yeah. You're 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 getting all these young signings. You got Mount. I mean, this this team is just going to be making. They're gonna put in some work this season. They're gonna be pretty stacked. Uh. But I mean, you can't count out Man City as well. But I mean, Liverpool just. They're just a class. I, I, made, I made a. I made a. Face. I mean, a face when he said, "Man, you can't count Man City." I count him out already. Yeah, Honestly, I can't have him. I just like Pep. I mean, I know Pep is a good coach. He's he is legit, maybe my favorite coach. But I I don't not with the Man City now. Not with the Man City now. He has to. Okay. He would have to bring up somebody or. He but would, I mean, they'll 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 finish in the top three. I think. Yeah, uh, I want to say top five. Top, top five? five. Wow, you're gonna, so you think they're they're not even gonna touch Champions League? They could. It's a possibility. All right. I actually have. Like, but I mean, for sure, I think Liverpool is just—they're just in a class of their own. I think. Yeah. I think right now everybody's just trying to keep up with Liverpool, and that's gonna. Liverpool has that. And that and pace. They, they have that pace. I'm. I don't think they signed Thiago yet, but I know that they've been rumored with him. Yeah. And if they had him. Oh man, that's it. It's that, just. Liver Liverpool is gonna be a really really nasty team. Well, but the thing is, but they are, they are they're already a nasty team. How, they, do you, how do you say his name? Wine 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 Oh oh, I can't say his yeah, name. Yeah the yeah I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna try. <laughs> he, they Wine just said he, he's just going to Barcelona. Yeah, they say him. So which he which, leaves. Which once again another midfielder. Uh, like what does Barcelona need? They're trying to. Re- I think they're trying to replace Rakitic, but at the same time, I don't think that's the case. They need to work on their defense. Period. It's just like 
you you get you get you get rid of Arthur, a younger player. Basically, it's for they the same of, player. They got rid of Rafinha. Oh, they did. I forgot about that one. That did happen. And too. Rafinha was good. That's Yago's brother. Yep. So I'm like, oh, he's good, and yet. But yeah, so that's him. that's the EPL. So, is it, our prediction gonna happen? Probably not. All right. So La Liga. I'm not even gonna ask like who gets relegated because I'm sure both <laughs> of us did not w- look at the look at the tables yet. So we're gonna go ahead and ignore that question because I don't want any more like dead qu- <laughs> some some silence. Las Palmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what team? What team is going to surprise everyone? Hmm. Honestly, the, if you notice, La Liga hasn't really made any purchases that have come out to be, or you don't have anybody up and coming. They haven't really made those, those like I'm not talking about Barcelona and Real Madrid. I'm talking about like Atletico Bilbao, uh, um, Celta Vigo. Well, Vi- actually, you know what? Villarreal, Villarreal did get Kubo in the loan. I, I take it back. Sevilla. I think Sevilla will surprise people. Dang, that was actually gonna be my pick too. Because because now all right, so I have it, a I have a weird I have a question back. for you. Uh. So Sevilla, after winning this recent Euro League. Has just been the most are officially the most successful team in Euro League history. Is that really worth bragging about? <laughs> I mean, it's still it's an internet it's a it's still a European it's, tournament. It's not a brag. It's more of a it's more of a for your information kind of thing. Cause uh, I don't think I like you said like is it really a brag? I personally wouldn't be bragging it unless if I won La Liga and then I'd be like, oh, we also got this. This is just the cherry on top, you know. Then, then I would be. But like, I definitely do like Sevilla. I think they're gonna they're gonna be an interesting to, team to watch. Hopefully, they can maybe do well in Champions League. Because I'm pretty sure if you win the Euro League, you get moved. Which yeah, one of those one of those one of those championships that they had was a back to back. So that means that they did not they they finished third in their group and then got sent to the Euro League. Sevilla has surprising players. Like they're not big name players, so I can't name like most of them off the top of my head. But, but they're a grinded out team. They're yeah, very blue they're, collar. They're very yeah. They're very blue collar. They're very. No, nah, I, I agree with you. I, I I definitely agree with Sevilla. All right, who is the player to watch this season? Oh, well, I mean, with all the controversy, Messi, honestly, because you you want to see if he's gonna tone down his game or if he's actually still gonna grind it out like he always does. Because I mean, think about it. You, with all this shit that's going on, stop. Try, I I tried to stop cussing, but it didn't work. <laughs> With all this shit that's going on, it, you you kind of want to keep an eye on him to see if he's gonna be maybe like one of those players where he's like, okay, I just like I mean, think about it. Coutinho, Coutinho, when he came to Barcelona from Liverpool, he was playing amazing. He was doing great, and all of a sudden they, he heard the Barcelona rumor, and he was like, uh, kind of toned it down and. He was kind of having fights here and there, just you know, not fighting physically, but I mean, so now you got to kind of see where Messi's on 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 this thing right now, and uh, that that's that's who I I want to see. Like, hopefully, he still keeps his one hundred. Like, he still keeps playing his heart out as much. I, as I'm, he I'm pretty sure he will. I'm pretty sure he will. I, it's not so much for the for the he's not for the president, the president, but he's gonna do it for Barcelona, for the fans, and for the players themselves, because. A lot of the players joined the team because he's in there. Yeah, so I, I, I think, I think Messi's definitely gonna be. It's an interesting storyline with with Messi right now. Yeah. Um, for me, the player to watch, and uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's uh Jao Felix. I mean, he. Yeah, and he, and the reason why, I mean, I think it's kind of like a no a no brainer. I mean, young talent. I mean. But uh, I think that he has definitely the opportunity to 
get into that top level I mean, for him. He, he does. Because I mean, Atletico Madrid does have the players. It's just because when I when I look at Real Madrid, I mean, obviously you have Karim Benzema who who's probably going to be up there in the score sheets, but and as well, you know, obviously Lionel Messi as well. But this could be the opportunity for Joao Felix to definitely push himself in front of those two in this, especially with Atletico Madrid, obviously trying to be like trying to get themselves up there and be like, hey, you know. We're in this. We're in this league too. Yeah. So I think if if Jao Felix can have a great year, I don't think they're gonna win it, but I definitely think that Jao Felix can definitely make a real name he for himself. Can, he can actually pop out and do something. Mm-hmm. So I definitely say, uh, Jao Felix. So what is your bold prediction? Honestly, you're gonna look at me like what? Um. I with this year with the squad that's currently there, and I hate to say it, I don't think Barcelona is gonna make it to the Champions League. Wow. Yeah, I mean Messi can carry so much, but you got Coutinho back, and I'm waiting to see him play. Like I'm waiting to see what he is. But that's basically my bold prediction. Like they're not gonna make it to the Champions League. Not with the not the not with the defense that's on right now. That defense is. You would think that Piquet would be able to stop headers or to stop somebody coming along his way, but he's no Carlos Puyol. So yeah, I mean it's just that's a that's a that's a bold one for sure. Yeah, yeah, his eyes just popped out of his head a little bit. Hit his glasses too. I was pretty shocked by that actually. Oh, <laughs> uh, for me, honestly, I feel like I feel like Celta Vigo is gonna somehow qualify for Champions League. By Barcelona failing. <laughs> Probably. Well, I mean, now that you put it out there. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's something about Celta Vigo that I just... It's a, it's it's like this weird... It, it's basically Barcelona Junior because they pretty much just poach all the former players from Barcelona. Uh, maybe that's the reason why. It's like they got maybe. all the players that Barcelona maybe. should have probably kept. <laughs> and, yeah. there's, and there's the team. So, But I think Celta Vigo... I, I don't know what it is, man. Aspas is just another player that like just I'm like, man, that guy can play. Just he yeah, pl- yeah, he plays. Aspas, yeah. He plays for he plays for Celta Vigo, but I think Celta Vigo will be definitely a team that I think could definitely do some things. Um, so for who I think is gonna win La Liga, I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, come on, it's it's repeat time. Uh, Real Madrid is going to win La Liga. I think. They didn't make any like big splashy moves. Hopefully they sell Gareth Bale, but they I feel like they don't really need to make any moves right now. I mean they have Karim Benzema who's pretty solid. Hopefully this means that we can, might see some Marco Asensio again. I some doubt Isco. it. Or yeah, we definitely need some more Isco. Um, but I think Real Madrid is pretty pretty kind of set where where they at. You know maybe they could, and not even defensively. I mean defensively they're I think the team is just really well all, all around. Now you have a whole year together. And I think that just kind of makes Real Madrid a little bit more dangerous, in my opinion. So, yeah. I mean, you got Sergio Ramos leading the pack back there, so that's why you have a decent. But also defense. the the fact that like I think that you're gonna see a little bit more from these two young Brazilians that they have in Rodrigo and and uh, Vinicius. Yeah. So I think I I mean I just everything as of right now the way especially how give me the, you give me this whole depressing soapbox here about barcelona <laughs> um i think that obviously everything's pointing in the right direction I and seem, that right direction is real madrid i seem i seem to have basically started the telenovela over here yeah <laughs> it's just 
Yeah, it's, I mean, that like I said, that's my bold prediction. That's his bold prediction, and it all just points to basically Real Madrid winning La Liga again. Unless if Atletico Madrid just comes out of nowhere with Joe Felix and all of a sudden, oh my God, they beat the hell out of Real Madrid and Barcelona all together. They win. You know, it, it Real Madrid does always have that thing where they always lose to a team that they shouldn't lose to. Who are you talking to? Barcelona did the same thing last time. Espanol. <laughs> How do you think they fucking they had the they had the league? They yeah, actually it. no. The, and the, then the they league just was went ahead the league was theirs. They ba- they pulled in a boomerang. They fucking let the trophy go up in the floor, and they're like, "Whoops!" And it just got splashed. for some reason. I thought you said they pulled in a bombing. <laughs> they did. That's that's like he dropped the FA Cup, and they dropped the freaking La Liga Cup. They just uh oh. Se me cayó. All right. So to wrap things up, man, we're gonna go ahead and do this thing. We're gonna have this thing called "Would You Rather," kind of a way for you guys to get to know us a little bit better. Just not only know us for so- for our, like our soccer vibes, but just know who we are, which are basically to sum it up, we're just two idiots. I know you. That was disturbing, but that kind of sums yeah, up. Was... That basically sums it up. All right, Edward, and this is, these questions are probably gonna give you guys an idea of who, what we like, what our interests are. So. First, would you rather? Would you rather watch Scott's Tots or The Dinner Party? And for those who don't know that, it's a it's The Office. These are, I guess, voted on like the two cringiest episodes. Which dinner party? The Jan and Michael one? Or Jan and the, Michael. Uh, no, that's the garden party. Okay, that's right. Uh, yeah. No, that was also a pretty awkward episode. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and now... Like, what was it, the... The, the last, last supper. The last supper, and then he just stands there. But like, yeah, so me and I were a big, uh, big total office nerds. So, uh, so what, what would you rather watch, Scott's Tots or the dinner party? The dinner party. Scott's Tots just made me cringe so bad. I, I of okay, all the okay. of all the most of all the most here's, terrible. Here's, li- a, here's <laughs> a secret. Here's a secret. I always skip that episode. I'll probably watch the beginning of it before they get to school. After that, I just go ahead and skip it. Cause I just I can't really I I tough I tough through it like yeah because there there's some other things that episode that I like it's it's definitely the most difficult episode to watch for me I'd rather watch the dinner party just because like I I I, (laughs) (laughs) wow that was terrible. You gonna you gonna put that on the show, right? Yeah, you gonna put that on. The, yeah, yeah. Gonna... We, we just we, we. I'm pretty sure everybody's cringe right now. <laughs> like the yeah, cringe yeah, level yeah. is high right now. I'm yeah. so sorry about that, everybody. But yeah, I'll pick the dinner. I apologize for Ooh. my horrible voice. I'll pick uh, definitely the dinner party. I think I I would much rather watch the dinner party than Scott's Tots. All right. Be led by Joffrey Baratheon or Ramsey Bolton. Joffrey, because I can kill him. Because he's. Just little twerp bolton he has that um cold-bloodedness where it's like you barely you know what wrong. i'd rather be led by ramsey bolton because that dude's about stuff man why because he took some dude's wang off well no because i mean like he was all about the wars and stuff like i i just you know like he looked like he was ready to kill you so i mean like exactly well, you looked mean, at him wrong. meanwhile joffrey was running away while he was like hanging out in the castle while they were That's shooting fine. arrows on a boat i'll kill him myself and then i'll go ahead and take lead yeah take the question charge. the question is to be led by not not, not to like plan the assassination of jo- everyone wants to plan the assassination of joffrey oh my God. <laughs> all right if you put it i will say way, what was okay also i guess I'll, i guess i'll go for the for the wang cutter but also funny what was the more satisfying death Joffrey or, or Bolton? Well, Bolton got killed by his own dog, but Joffrey just, he just, he just, I guess he... He got poisoned? <laughs> yeah, he got poisoned, but it looked like he was 
he's trying to fart and all of a sudden it was like it got stuck in there and all of a sudden it just went back up and just like I mean I it was just I think I would honestly say I think it was like the fact that the fact that uh that uh what was it Sansa? Yeah, Sansa. The one that like she locked him into the cage and let his dogs like kill him. I thought that was Yeah, like, that was for, that was, for all that she went through, I think that was like the very probably more satisfying than Joffrey. Even though I, I hated honestly, Joffrey. I, I hated I hated Sansa from the beginning and then Around she was annoying time. the whole. T- she, she, yeah, I then, hated her from the then, beginning. Then I hated. She became cold blooded, like a warrior princess kind. No, of. she got annoying at the end. Well, I didn't uh, like. I mean, when she went to uh, Ramsey Bolton. The, oh yeah. Like by then, yeah, at that point, she was like. She had that. What doesn't kill you makes me strong. Yeah, she had. <laughs> she that listens thing. to Kelly Clarkson afterwards. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. All right. Next question: Hangout in Central Perk or McLaren's Pub? McLaren's pub. All right, for also for people that don't know that reference, Central Perk is obviously the coffee shop friends. from Friends, and McLaren's pub is the bar they hung oh, out I at. Met your mother. Two and, New York Bay shows. And yeah, I I'd rather drink tequila than coffee. That sounds very depressing. <laughs> it's it is when you had a long day. But you know what? I agree with you. I I honestly will say McLaren's because to me, like I just got off work. Last thing I want to do is drink coffee. Um, I mean, I'll drink coffee. I like drinking coffee, but or would you rather rather drink at Puzzles? What's the puzzle? That's the point. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I'd rather hang out at McLaren's. I think I think for sure I'm a after a long day of work, I'd rather go to a bar than at a coffee shop. And it just seemed uncomfortable them holding their coffee mugs and then like while they're sitting on a couch, like there's no. I mean, there's a coffee I, table, I, but I do that with like a glass of milk or something yeah because you, you don't drink coffee <laughs> yeah i when i drink coffee i get okay but, but but yeah for sure for me it's mclaren's pub i, I go with uh i go with a bang would you rather watch netflix or hulu what's the better what's the better streaming service well on that one i haven't watched hulu in a while there's a lot of episodes of shit that I haven't even seen, so I guess Netflix. I've been watching Netflix. Been watching The Legend of Korra. Any Avatar fans out there? Whoop whoop. Oh yeah, I did hear that they had they they just added that. Yeah, they did. I'm about to finish it anyway. Uh, um, I would say Hulu, and it's only because I have the HBO Max. Add- I have add-on. HBO. I have HBO Max, but I don't have the Hulu. I have the there. I have the HBO add-on just because like I like HBO, and so for me being able I to. Like that a lot. Me being able to watch like shows like Silicon Valley or or the the Wire, or The Sopranos, which is I'm currently that's what I'm currently binging on right now is The Sopranos. Woke up this morning. Great intro. I remember watching Sopranos and there was a point where I'd just be saying Gabagool, even though that's not what they're saying. And that's right. also a great office. Episode. All right, all right, Michael Scott, I have the Gabagool. <laughs> the Gabba what? Gabagool. <laughs> anyways all right and the last one this one's the most important one to me oh jeez creed or nickelback <laughs> oh jeez if you guys are trying to imagine my face it's kind of twisted a little bit these are by far the the two bands that people just don't want to admit they like that's what i think this is, i mean this i'm is, not... this is a guilty pleasure bands 
Yeah. It's it's the one you know where, what, you, where you, you know, sit alone in a closet, make sure that it's soundproof, and you but blast you, the crap out of that. You know what it is, too, though? It's the two bands that you will never go to a live concert to because they're they're going to be filled with the most bros you've ever seen in your I, life. I've met people who've actually been to those concerts, and let me tell you something. Yeah, that is not... I don't even know what to say to that one. All I can think of is your voice when you sing Creed. And uh, So you just admitted that you don't lock yourself up in a room to blast Creed. Hell no. <laughs> you would be able to hear it. Shoot. Hell no. Nah, man. I, I don't know. Do Alright, so what's, what's your pick? I guess Nickelback. I guess I have to I had to choose Nickelback because I'm like at least Santana played with Chad Kruger. But you know, I still can't believe Chad Kruger dated Avril Lavigne. Or well, no, Mary was married to Avril Lavigne. I mean, what can you do? You know, you, he doesn't have that buku money like uh, Rick a, and Benjamin. He has or, that you know, raspy. He has that raspy voice. Yeah, I'm not gonna sing. I, can, I, <laughs> I, I look like you looked at me as if I was gonna like I was gonna sing a like a Nickelback song. What the? I was about to sing. What the hell is like? I'm not doing it. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> this is how you remind me. I can't fucking wow, do it because I want You sound like you're about to vomit. That's no. what you're about. Is that what it, what Nickelback does to you? You're on oh, the verge yeah. of puking. I think I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> My body can't physically handle it. That's bad. That's gotta let you know. That's gotta let you know. That's a real guilty pleasure then at this point. I, uh, I think I think uh I would definitely say Nickelback. I think there's more songs I like from Nickelback than I do. Well, from Creed, Creed is the only thing that Creed has. A, can you take me higher? You know what I mean? Like, there, there is that. Yeah, I think it, it, it's so funny that the fact that you know it's funny. One of my favorite bands is Alter Bridge, and that's basically Creed, but without the lead singer. Yeah, which is a major upgrade right there, as it is already. Well, cause he's always sounding like this. But I just, I don't know. It's just funny to me that like one of my favorite bands is Alter Bridge, and that's essentially Creed. But <laughs> Chevelle and Brigham Benjamin for me. Yeah, those were the those were the two thousand bands, man, for sure. Yo. But yeah, so we both agree that Nickelback would probably be the lesser of the two evils. I like how we just basically trashed the Christian rock band. Oh by the God! Way. <laughs> oh, do, let me go ahead and pray real quick. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so that's the show. That was our first episode. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a lengthy one. Um, that's but what she said. <laughs> Good God. Or he said. All right, Oscar. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, that's the show, man. Um, we're going to keep doing this on the weekly. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on all our social media platforms, which is Twitter and Instagram. Twitter account is insert name FC and the Instagram is insert name FC podcast. Um, if you guys want to, you guys want to drop us a would you rather, you can go ahead and do that on our social media platforms. Yeah, and we will happily answer this on here and. <laughs> I feel like it, we're gonna set ourselves up oh, for some really, yeah. really cringy ones, but oh. that's what we're gonna do for y'all, man. So there is that, man. I want to give a shout out to Alejandro Gomez, obviously for hooking us up with this awesome logo that they gave us. Yeah, thank you. You can contact her through Instagram at Ale Gomez Graphics. That's once again Ale Gomez Graphics. Um, you can sh- see some more of her work. She just started her Instagram account, but still. She did some. She did a really good job, and I, I, I'm, ple- I was really surprised. I was pleased with it. 
I told her, I basically told her, go off, queen. Like, I said, go, you know, go do your thing. Go off, queen. <laughs> she, she's like, what do you want me to do? I was like, just go off, queen. Oh, Usually whenever someone, like, does any sort of design or art. Well, yeah, you don't stifle them. Yeah, I don't want to stifle them, so I just, I just said, like. So, just, thank you again. Yeah. And um, even though this episode doesn't feature it, though, I want to give a shout-out to my boy, Roosevelt Spencer, who will be providing us with an intro and outro. But not this one, but definitely, hopefully, the next episode, you'll be able to hear those solid beats. <laughs> No, that's not, not that. <laughs> no, not that at all. <laughs> that, no, 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 no. But it's going to be interesting, man. So next week, we're going to cover up some EPL games, hopefully. And <laughs> All right, so that's the show, man. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.